Welcome to the Darth Podcast. Podcast where, just like you, we do not have any sort of influence in racing and or any journalist experience. We're just people that like racing and like to talk about it and argue. And nine times out of ten, our phone conversations get pretty funny. So now we're going to put it on a podcast for everybody out there to enjoy. That's right. I'm Dale Brown. Nick Brittingham. So we're just going to jump right into it. Um, no local action this week, so we'll start with NASCAR. And yeah, well, we'll before we jump into that, Mr. Dale, let's go ahead and explain, since this is the first episode of the Dark Podcast, that we're going to cover We're going to cover everything from NASCAR to uh, our local stuff, our local dirt track racing, probably some World of Outlaw stuff as we go along to try to get that dirt track, <clears throat> that big-time dirt track crowd, maybe even down to go-karts, who knows. And we there's also going to even... be... So drag we might hard. even have a yeah, drag racing segment. Drag racing segment. When that yeah. comes about, we'll uh, yeah, we'll get to that. I promise it'll be a riveting right experience. Mm-hmm. Great A listening. All right, now go ahead. So we'll hop to the truck race. Uh, was the final race of the season for all series. It's the Lucas Oil 150. Uh, Chandler Smith won the race from the pole, and your champion was Ben Rhodes. Um, I watched the entire race, and it was uh, fairly anticlimactic. There were only four cautions. You figure two of them were stage breaks. So, the highest finishing playoff driver finished third, Ben Rhodes, and he really wasn't a, a factor to lead. It was between Chandler Smith, Sheldon Creed, and Stuart Freeze in the entire race. Uh, which is pretty disappointing because I wanted Stuart Friesen in there. Two short tracks at the end of the season. Uh, my opinion, I did not watch the race. <clears throat> I was league racing, which I did. I won at Phoenix. <clears throat> anyway, probably should have five cautions. Honestly, NASCAR is just so hit or miss with what they throw cautions for, man. I mean, your playoff driver cuts a tire and you don't you don't give him a caution. I, I, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't like they're. They're not consistent at all with yeah, what so they call. That, that happened on lap one, um, coming out of the old turn four, coming on to right. that long stretch. Um, John Hunter Nemechek got into, I'm pretty sure it was Tate Fogelman. Maybe it was Chris Wright. It was one of the, it was either the 12 or the 02. I'm pretty sure it was the 12. Um, and he rode around for a couple laps. I think it was lap seven. The tire, tire finally let go. And, um, I mean, he rode around most of the lap, you know, not at pace. So I am – I mean, I don't know what kind of debris was out there. They had it focused on his truck, but they well, were I mean, come. And but, but I'm gonna tell you, he went. He was, see, a lap down or two laps down. Regardless, he fought the entire way. He stayed. He was a lap down all the way up to probably halfway through the last stage. But huh. with no cautions, stage break, someone else get thrown for the lucky dog and. He was beat. So I, I give him credit where credit's due. He ended up finishing seventh. Um, uh, I got I to give that a boy to him for staying with it. Because that could have that could have been disastrous. I mean, it was disastrous, but it could have ended a lot worse. Uh, I mean, besides that, that little bit of the uh, the playoff drama, the the best part of the truck race was Ben Rhodes' uh, post-race interview where oh, he was God. smashed, that drunk. Was amazing. That's shades of Brad Keselowski. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Isn't he uh, – no, that was Daniel Henrik. I'm sorry. We'll get to that in next. But 
yeah, that was the best part of the whole truck race for the weekend. And no cautions, no natural cautions after, you know, the shit show at Martin, the Martinsville, how much crap the truck series gets for, you know, how they race and everything else. Well, there was a and total it, of four, but I mean, you know, it, I mean, a, it wasn't a wreck fest. Yeah, playoff drivers weren't the fastest trucks there. A guy won by finishing third. Act, it sounds sounds snoozer, man. Sounds a little snoozer, but it's yeah, a truck race. I mean, so, but I mean, the the race between the guys that weren't in the playoffs was excellent. Chandler Smith had the truck to beat, hands down. Right, he was up front the entire race. Friesen kind of he was faded somewhere between, you know, the top two or three back to maybe seventh or eighth at the at the worst. Um, Sheldon Creed, I th- something happened. I think he had a pit road issue. Mm-hmm. It knocked him back a little bit. Or he spun out something. Something happened to him. I can't remember exactly. Um, but he Sheldon Creed ended up fourth. Uh, Zane Smith, he was actually lead, or he was in front of Ben Rhodes. It was about ten to go ish, something like that. And Ben Rhodes ended up getting by him. Uh, clean pass. No, no bumper, nothing. Just straight past him, faster truck, and and got the job done. Um, Sheldon Creed led the most laps. Hunter, uh, 106 Chandler Smith with 39 um, but I, I still think the 18 truck was probably the fastest because they were they were back and forth side by side for most most of the race you know, or right. most of the getting stages of the race so yeah it sucked not to see Friesen I, I told you a couple weeks ago if Friesen gets through Martinsville and goes to Phoenix he's he's there and I mean by that he's logic he would have won he would have won the championship. He would have won. He led. Well, he led five laps. Um, I think what happened there. Yeah. So his pit crew got him off first off pit road. He went in like fourth. He came out first. Right. So he had to leave for a little bit on a restart. Ended up getting passed. But I mean, like I said, the, the two and the eighteen were the class of the field. I personally think that the eighteen was the fastest truck on the track. Just couldn't get past the two for most of the time, but. Is what so, it is. you know how I enjoy, you know, paying attention to the back of the field for these races. Okay. So, let me get your opinion on this, and this is probably going to be a hot topic, especially when I drop these uh, these little nukes on it. Oh how would you give Haley Deegan's season in the Truck Series? How would how would, like what grade that's, would you give it? a grade? I would say I want to give her a B minus. Hear me out. Old, okay. Okay, so you figure when she was in, you know, ARCA, Canon, whatever you want to call that now, mm-hmm. um, she tore up a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, you didn't see that a lot this year, in my opinion. You did not see that a lot. And if she did get hung up in something, it generally wasn't her doing. And towards the halfway towards the end of the season she started getting her stuff together getting some consistent runs granted they're you know top 15 top 20 but you build off that those are the kind of things you improve on okay we got a top 20 let's get a top 15 we got a top 15 we're going for a top 10 you know the the equipment is there she's got good supporting cast um yeah I, i i can't I can't call the season a failure by any means. No, I say it's failure. I'm just saying that, you know, a B minus is, 
a little bold. Would you like to know that who's ahead of her in points at oh. the end of the season? That's what I'm staring at right now. That's why I was waiting for you to get all that out. Me. All right. So uh, Haley Deegan finished the season 17th in points. Okay. So she's a rookie first year, you know, year <clears throat> driving in the truck series. She's about halfway in points. So, you know, not terrible. I definitely don't think, you know, worth all the hype. And right, it's not because, right, right. like, I'm a sexist or anything. It's just, you know, results. The same way with Danica Patrick, for example. Uh, Austin Wayne Self finished higher than her in points. Yes. Yep. A lot I'm higher also. than I would have thought, you know, considering when he wrecked John Hunter, he was a guy who just rides around in the back. Yeah. Uh, Derek Krause. Yeah, he tore up a lot of stuff this year. Tore up a lot of stuff. A lot. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Sometimes his stuff, sometimes other people's stuff. He Flash tore up a lot of Knoxville. stuff. Yeah, he tore up a lot of stuff. Uh, what, else, what else am I looking at here? He only has, uh, Krause does, he only has one top five on the season. Uh, that was probably Knoxville. Uh, I don't know. I, I think he got booted. I think oh, maybe not. Him. But, maybe, maybe not. Um, but so I'm looking. Deegan has one top ten. Uh, average finish was twenty point nine. Mm. Uh, she was running at the finish of nineteen races out of twenty two. Okay, I mean that's probably two, 11, probably a two Talladega races. Eleven right. lap finishes. So uh, okay, maybe it'd be my. I don't know. I don't. Know. I feel I, like I, that's a stretch. I, based based off of. What you saw in the KN Arca deal versus this, I th- I think there was some improvement. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Um, overall, I enjoyed the truck series all year, uh, especially Knoxville. I don't care. Like, you know, I can get mad if you want. It was a dirt race. They were going to be okay. fighting for the bottom. I enjoyed it. I didn't give a shit. They were like wrecking each other. Who cares? And you see the same stuff at your local dirt track. And that's what you look forward to seeing is, you know, guys running into each other then trying to get into a fist fight on in the pit. You know what I mean? However, hear me out on this. These are professional race car drivers. See, now you sound like the kind of guy that I expect to put people like uh, Mr. Personality Chase Elliott on TV. You know what I mean? Where it's just, I want to thank my sponsors for the great run we had today and my Hendrick cars. Let me give you a good example here. It's like football. Football yesterday. Yesterday. The Bills were favored by 14 and a half points. You saw what happened there. They lost. You know why? Because they were playing against professional football players. These are professional race car drivers. They should do better. Now, granted, obviously, you want to see, you know, right there now and then, a little bit of drama. But this can't be an absolute shit show that you would see on a Saturday night at your local dirt race. I mean, it's the truck series. It's the lowest division. If any of this stuff was going to happen, I would want it to happen in the truck series. I, I mean, I guess, yeah, but it doesn't, you know, doesn't give you a good, warm, fuzzy feeling in a couple of years when these are the drivers that are going to be, or some of the drivers that are going to be, you know, in cup essentially. Well, I tell you what, that is the perfect way to segue into Xfinity. When you want to talk about the future stars of 
NASCAR, I cannot wait to watch Ty Gibbs and Sam Mayer beat the crap out of each other that's every cool. single weekend. Yeah, that's, oh, you can't cool. you can't flip it on its head like that. No, I'm there. not saying it's going to be a shit show, but uh, but just that just that there's these two young guys, and it, I would think back to like it was Martin Truex Jr. and Kyle Busch when they were in what was in the Bush series. You know, there's here's two young guys. They they weren't getting into each other and wrecking each other, but there was something there. There was something there. Kyle Busch supposed to be the next hot thing, driving for Hendrick, coming in. Cool. Here's Mark Truex. Not saying that nobody had ever heard of him, but essentially nobody had ever heard of him. He's driving for Dale Jr. Dale Jr.'s like, hey man, this is my guy. This is it. And obviously I felt like there was something there. But I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Young blood, talented young blood at that. So, Xfinity Series race, the winner and champion, is Daniel Hemrick, on a last lap, last turn pass for the win and championship. You want to talk about getting it done of someone who is not aggressive whatsoever. When was the last time you saw Daniel Hemrick make a move remotely close to that? Uh, usually whenever Daniel Hemrick was up front in the lead in a race, I usually stopped paying attention because I knew he wasn't going to win. So I'd wait for, I got a tweet that said it was a caution and I would come back and watch because the dude was cursed all year oh, long. Don't really blame him. I would have, I would have adored Cedric too. At, at the same time, I want to adore him. I would have shipped him back to North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, you also feel for Cedric in a sense because, you know, that's two championships. He would have got the regular season points championship and he would have got, you know, the whole championship if people raced him with the quote-unquote integrity of NASCAR or whatever. Yada, yada, yada. So, we'll run down the playoff drivers. Daniel Hemrick finished first in championship and race. Cedric was second in both. Um, we're going to go all the way down to Noah Gregson at 12th. Um, he was running up there with them. Mm-hmm. I thought it had a potential. Yeah, I, I turned it on. It was probably 50 to go by the time I finally got to watch it. Um, I felt like he could have been in contention. Um, looked like he was running. I kept up with the you know, everything on Twitter and the NASCAR app, seeing where everybody was running. But yeah, I felt like he could have been a, a threat at least to you know at least be in the picture. Right, right, right. Um, AJ Allmendinger finished 14th, your regular season champ, and split um, himself out. Yeah, I don't know. If yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> all of NASCAR um, Twitter. They, they showed. They did show um, clip of his wheel. I mean, uh-huh. it, it did look damaged. So I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think it was an itchy arm incident, but. I can see why people said it. I mean, how I said it at the time, and they showed that clip of his wheel, and I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe not. but Or maybe a combination. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not him. So, it, it is fishy. what it is. I want to give a shout to Sheldon Creed. Um, he's running full-time for RCR next year. I'll finish 10th in a BJ McLeod's car. I think it was probably essentially an RCR car. But... Um, Shout out BJ yeah. McLeod. Oh, the goat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Har- I'm pretty sure. Um. Harvick ran 
one of his cars at a couple of the road courses or the newer tracks. And yes, he did. It was a five car. It's a five car, yeah. Um, and and brought it. It was probably essentially an SHR car, but still, you know, that's that's good for that team. A little bit of money, a little bit of exposure. I mean, that's 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 good. And you know, a good wheel. I mean, Sheldon Creed's a wheelman, in my opinion. I mean, he's backed by Robbie Gordon, and he was probably one of the most badass drivers out there. Yeah, I'm looking so, forward to see what what Creed can do uh, RCR's going forward. Xfinity program historically has been the best, if not you know top two. Well, when the championship ended at Homestead, I would agree with you. Yes. So. Harrison Burton finished third. He started 36. That's a good run for him. He didn't have the the best year considering last year, but he's moving on the cup next year. Riley Herbst finished fourth. Um, wow. What a what a just just like it's the best way to describe like kid in the back of the class, like yeah. Riley Herbst has been all year. You know, you're driving for Stuart Haas. Chase Briscoe was so hot in that car, and then like races last year. And that car. Herbs gets in it and you just you don't really you don't really see him until the end of the race and you're like, Wow, okay, you got a top five or you know. He uh, fifth. I guess he ran up front most of the race. Um I mean I mean go for I mean go for him. I mean that's 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 good. That's improvement. Maybe it's maybe it's sign of things to come. I hope. Maybe so here's a good question for you. Do you think Michael Annette retiring? Do you think that was do you think that was like writing on the wall? Do you think it was the injury, or does it, do you think it was like Junior? Like, look, I've got, I've got people coming. Well, Junior did say he'll run five cars. He didn't care. Okay. And Annette brought that pilot flying J sponsorship with him. So, I mean, it was essentially up to him. So does pilot? So does pilot step out now? I I don't know. I, maybe or maybe they'll stay on a part time basis. I know tire pros is going with Josh Berry and I think maybe Sam Mayer some races next year. I don't I'm know sure why. Chevrolet will sponsor some races. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, all right. No, my headset made a noise for some reason. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know if it was uh, one thing. I think maybe it was a combination. Um, back to results, Justin Haley finished fifth. He's going cup racing next year. Um, kind of had a anticlimactic, uh, maybe not anticlimactic, but it wasn't a a season to remember. I kind of figured he would be in the final four, making some noise with a couple wins, but doesn't matter. He had a cup win. Well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, John Hernandezek was six. Um, he's back in the trucks next year. Um, I'm sure he will be looking for blood again. And dominate again. Little uh, little John Hunter FU tour next year, huh? Yeah, possibly, possibly. Um, looking down the list, um, the 26 car, Dylan Lupton, he finished 15th. Um, that's been the most overachieving, uh, I want to say backmarker team, but that team really stepped up a lot this year. Yeah. Sage Karam and Jordan Anderson's car. They were 25th. Um, who's going to that car next year? Let's see here. Matt Snyder. Matt Snyder's going to that car next year. Which car? I'm sorry. The 31. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Jordan Anderson. Because, yeah. Do you think so, RCR is going to have a little bit of influence with that car? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Is Jordan Anderson folding up the truck series program and just focusing so. on Xfinity? I, I don't think so, no. Uh, that would definitely be a team to pull then. Pull four then. Um, because you figure uh, Austin Hill is, is stepping in one of those cars, RCR cars also. So maybe uh, Myatt Snyder going at 31. I mean, they're a Chevrolet team. Maybe uh, RC is uh, floating them some stuff. So the 26 is Sam Hunt Racing, right? And they, I believe, are on a part-time schedule. I th- want to say they ran full-time this year. Let's see. I pulled up now. Yeah, they ran full-time this year. Um, combination of drivers. Uh, Brandon, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his last name. Uh, Santino Ferrucci. Um, he raced a lot of open-wheel IndyCar. Uh, let's see. John Hunter ran it once or twice. Grant Enfinger. Uh, Chris Wright. Uh, Will Rogers from uh, the West Coast. Uh and Dylan Lupton, just a combination of drivers that ran it throughout the year. I'm not going to say they set the world on fire by any means, but I, I felt like they were always uh, always in the picture, if you will. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, also, speaking of which, while I'm looking at the owner's points, RIP Martin Motorsports. Oh, yeah, they're doing that, uh, what's it, Alpha something racing. I don't know. All I know is I was there at Richmond when uh, he got screwed by, I'm pretty sure it was David Starr, because David Starr seems to be the backmarker car who screws everybody. He was going to get that stage win, and it was lit, and then a lap car, I'm going to guess the number 66, was in the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They... I remember I tweeted you because NASCAR confiscated his tires after that stage. Yeah. Because they thought, they thought that he was using tampered with tires. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Ryan Vargas. He's my he's my backmarker guy that I follow in Xfinity, but I'm not I'm not seeing the six car on here. I got pulled up right now. He didn't have. I don't think he had a bad year driving for Johnny Davis. Um, that yeah. car was always. Uh... They always seem to outperform themselves, if you will. Um, he didn't run the full season. There were a couple races, like road courses or whatever, where someone stepped in. Um, Landon Castle drove that particular car. I think Ryan maybe drove the four car or uh, 01 or zero car or something like that for those races. Um, you know, uh, John Davis Motorsports, they've always kind of you know, overachieved, if you will. No, Ryan only did 29 out of the 33 races. Gotcha. Um, I think Jeffrey Earnhardt drove to zero. He ends up 32nd in over points, so not 100. I can't really remember how that works for Xfinity, but that does sound uh, yeah. like he should be safe, I'm I not, would guess. I'm not sure how that, how that goes. I mean, sure. if you do the top 35 like you do in Cup, then that also puts Timmy Hill in the oh, 66 in 35th. So, Cup is top 30. Oh, all right, mistaken. Top top 30. And I, I think that's a good uh, I think it's a good transition for the, uh, for the main event of the weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the main event, uh, got a lot to talk about on this one. A lot. 
So a lot to we'll dive into. We'll start with the basics. Um, your pole center, race winner, and champion is Kyle Larson. Um, <laughs> who didn't see that coming? Yeah, uh, most dominating guy won literally every big racing event under the sun this year. At least on an oval wise, anyway. I don't know if he won the twenty four hours of Daytona or anything, but no, I don't think he was racing that. Right, but literally anything he else does. He actually has won that race. Now, I'll see. The there past. you go. Uh, who? Let's see. I want to look up what NASCAR champions also won the All Star that year. I'm sure there's a few. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, you look into that, and I'll go through some results. Uh, Martin Truex finished second. Um, he had a pretty good car also. Um, Denny Hamlin was third. Nobody cares. You know he was going to choke it away anyway. Okay. All right. Um, See, this is where this is going to get good. <laughs> Ryan Blaney finished fourth. Um, I think he had a pretty good year, all things yeah. considered. Chase Definitely Knight, an improvement. Fifth. Um, he, he pissed that one away. He led 94 laps, but honestly, he didn't have a season. A championship season. Um, Eric Almirola, six. I kept seeing him climb up the leaderboard throughout the day, and uh, oh, that was pretty neat. Uh, Kyle Busch, seventh. I figured he may go out and win since 18 car. Not to the, cut uh, you off, race. but I seen Twitter this morning when he posted with his son talking about spending more time with his family. Do you think Kyle Busch retires from full-time cup racing? There's the circulation about his kid. There's the the rally cross stuff. It sounds it's maybe it starting to look like it maybe sounds like Kyle Busch maybe looking to branch out from stock car racing. Uh, no, maybe he's just actually going to go out and have fun. People do that these days. I know it's Can shocking. he do that in a people racing format? People do that. I swear to you. All right, on from the candy man. All right, so he finished seventh. Um, like I said, I figured he was going to win since the 18 won the Xfinity and Truck Race. That's like Las Vegas logic. Go ahead. Yeah, right. So uh, Harvick finished eighth. You want to talk about the season to forget there. Christopher Bell ninth. And Brad Kay in his last race with Penske uh, comes home tenth. Um, uh, all four of the playoff drivers finished top five. I know big shock there. It is a cup series. So, <clears throat> that last caution, we weren't sure what was going to happen. Looked like the 19s deal to lose. And once again, the five cars pit crew pulled through. Oh, yeah. Did, did, 10 out of 10. Did they, did they win him that championship? Absolutely. Just like they lost him the race at Dover, and I had to hear about that for a whole week. <laughs> Because they lost to that bum, the hack, the guy whose career was saved by Ginger Jesus, Alex Bowman. Same scenario, just flip-flop, the five crew come through. just rolled to the back of my head. Good. I'm glad they did. They should. Just like my eye rolls just every time somebody talks about Alec Bowman being Uh, good at Hendrick. He's not. Okay. He got him some wins. And now the tracks are closing. He's bad for the sport. You can't tell me any different. He's like every time he wins, the track either loses a date or they shut the whole thing down. Pocono, Actually, right? He won at Pocono. Pocono keep lost that in the mind. Date. Keep that same energy 
and oh, we're going to touch on that here in a little it's bit. It's going to be – I'm going to keep that energy until February. And this is all because – all because at Indy, okay, at Indy, the road course, which was an absolute fucking barn burner of a race. You said shit show wrong, but go ahead. He stole a top 15 from Quinn Howe, the Inquinidator, and the boys – because he's a bum. Also, RIP to Starcom. I wish it could have gone out better than it did. I then had to listen to all of the jokes from you, which made me sad when they blew a tire and hit the wall. It was a really struggling year for Starcom. I was hopefully, uh, before this week, was just hoping that maybe, you know, they were selling their charter and they were going to run an open car and try to qualify their way in. But as we got closer to Phoenix and they started tweeting things like, you know, one final Zoom and all this. And I was like, man, there's not going to be a double zero in NASCAR now. I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm, you know, partial to that number. And now I don't know. And I love Starcom. When it was Landon Castle or Quinn House, Huff, Huff, whatever. Uh, what else? What else do we have to say? RIP to the cups here. Are you off your soapbox with the no, Starcom? No, no, no. We're getting ready to get in a rabble, rabble, we're, rabble, we're, rabble. We're, we're going to finish up the race recap first. Uh, okay, fine. So, Start. So you're no, you're gonna love this. Um, beginning of the race, um, Corey LaJoy seemed like a pinball. Um, okay. the 47 got into him, which caused him to get into the 23, and the 23 went to the wall and ended his day at lap five. Um, I don't think it was necessarily the seven's fault. I mean, he mm. got shipped up the track, you know? right? It's a racing deal now. Couple laps later, uh, maybe not a couple laps, but him and the 47 got into each other. I don't know if this is going to be a continuing thing, but um, yeah. I mean, in the playoffs, he's been balanced by everybody. Chase Elliott ran out of talent at the Roval, shipped the 34 up into what was like four wide and turned two at the Roval, and that pinned LeJoy into the wall. At Martinsville, you had McDowell that run him over. You know, it just seems to be right now, unfortunately, LaJoy seems to be on the whipping stick. And there for, I would probably say, the summer stretch, he was running good, having good finishes, top oh, 20s. I think he, like, finished fifth in a stage at Coda until uh, NASCAR decided to uh, give it to Wonder Boy. And that whole escapade with the rain and everything else. I just feel bad for LaJoy. I do. I like LaJoy. I hope the seven thing works out. I was really optimistic when they started with a top 10 at Daytona. But, you know, they're building. Get better. New card. New different ball games. So, who knows? I agree with you. Um, something that's not going to come as a shock to you. Um, I know you may want to sit down for this one. Even on the last lap, and, and, you, and you touched on this last night we talked. The last lap of the last race of the season. They're coming down. I mean... I, I I had to get up with a couple laps to go, but um, it sounds like the Rick Ware racing cars got in the way as normal. It's a normal thing, man. But it's never like Balicki or Gase. It's always like the whoever's driving the 15 or Cody Ware. Like that's always the ones you see in the way. Yeah, yeah. But the highlight of fucking that race up, and, screw, and essentially it wasn't like a fault of his own, but 
you know, screwing Martin Truex out of a second championship when nobody was talking about Truex at all in this playoff. Like, you would have thought that, you know, they had already just written him off as soon as Martinsville was over. If it wasn't for a 13 car blowing broke, uh, not broke, brake raider, brake, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, the stoppy thing that you put your foot down on since I can't seem to talk. Without him blowing them all over the road, all over the track, Truex would have been champ. Now, you may want to sit down for this one, too, because I'm going to blow your mind. Guess who's driving that car? Oh, okay, who's driving it? David Starr. Oh, man. It's all coming together. It all makes sense. He called Noah at Homestead, right? Wasn't he the one in the sixth car that blew a tire in front of the leader? I forget which number car he was in, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it was either the six or the 66. So, uh, yeah, yeah. There were a couple, I mean, there were a couple actual wrecks during the race. The 38, the 38 took a hit. Yeah. He smoked that wall. I felt bad for him. Uh, I missed that one. I missed all, I missed the genuine wrecks except for Bubba Wallace getting backed into the fence, uh, sending Boomer NASCAR home for the winner happy till Daytona. Yeah. So many awful tweets. So many awful tweets about Bubba Wallace. It's like he's really getting old at this point. Like, eh, you know, it's just easiest thing to bring up for folks. They don't have anything else. I, I guess it's the easiest thing. Thank God Chase Elliott did not win this championship because I was not ready for nine-year-old Twitter. It's not ready for it. Or like Leap racing on Xbox and everybody's like, oh, God, Chase Elliott is the greatest thing ever. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. So I got one more thing for the weekend. Um, it, it, not just Cup Super, all series. Practice and qualifying sessions being back. Uh, one hour practice and a qualifying session. Um, uh, felt pretty good about that. It gave me something to watch, something to look forward to. Um, I think it was Bob Pockers a couple weeks ago said something about maybe them doing like a half hour or hour practice sessions next year. With a qualifying session, I don't know if it's all going to be like a one-day thing or kind of spread out like it was this weekend. Um, I would welcome that with open arms. Um, even if it was a half hour, I mean, these these cars, I mean, well, next year's going to be a little different since they don't have a notebook. But this year, I mean, they were putting cars on the track that were at the worst 80%. Um, I mean, they people brought their A-games when it came to setups and stuff. Obviously, next year will be a little different, but... I, I'm I'm gonna welcome that with open arms. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. If there's anybody from NASCAR, which is highly unlikely, but let's hope so, so we can take off for this podcast. If there is anybody from NASCAR listening, I am on the NASCAR fan council. I just want to throw that out there. Okay. Same. Yep. Thank uh, yeah. Service. Yep. Thank me for doing what we need to do to make the sport better. Give me a good solid weekend of NASCAR. If it's a Sunday race, give me a Friday, which is nothing but qualifying practice give me a saturday which is a truck and xfinity double header and then give me a headline early start on the cup series race on sunday so that way that that way if i have to work that friday and can't make the race or if i'm going to be traveling to the racetrack i'm not missing an actual race so So friday it's not going to work at all tracks um obviously but i i think that the setup they had this weekend in my opinion is ideal um, I mean, hell, I mean, they can run the everything cup in one day, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, they could. Um, I I think 
you know, like I said, it's not going to work at every track. Not every track has the lights or, you know, what have you. But I think it's doable. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily do it for Cup. I mean, you don't see any other top series and any other form of motorsports doing a one-day show. I, 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 I get that. I mean, not every weekend, obviously. But, like, but like this weekend, it, in my opinion, was probably the best. I mean, they ran a practice session on the Friday. Uh, they qualified Saturday night, and they raced on Sunday. Um, I think the Xfinity Series qualified right before Cup qualifying, which then led it to the race, but they had a practice on Friday also. And the trucks, I think everything was on Friday. But I think that, that was relatively normal for them even before the pandemic. So I'm all about it. NASCAR, give me a good show. Either, either uh, track way, owners, son way, of Satan, just, just give me a good price so I could watch the race. Give, give us and I can actually afford stuff. to go. Right. Stuff. If you're going to charge 90 some dollars for decent seats at a racetrack, at least make it worth it with stuff that you can do around there. You need if there's only one thing on the track that day, something, something to do at the track. Something to do at the track. So, but we can get on that tangent at another time. Yeah, another episode. Yeah. So Kyle Larson wins the Cup Series championship. Mm-hmm. He is now arguably the greatest, most talented driver on the planet. Wouldn't necessarily say, you know, the ever. Not putting him there yet. Not ever, no, but definitely right now. Definitely the hottest driver that gets literally in any car that goes fast. May even win a bumper car. Who knows? I mean. Hey, it is what it is. So, his success this year, you know, especially in the Cup Series, that, that's what I'm going to focus on with this question. The talk last year was he was either going to Hendrick or Stuart Haas. Uh-huh. Obviously, he went with Hendrick. Um, does he have the same success in the Cup Series at Stuart Haas this year? Absolutely not. Do you at least think he has a couple wins? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many wins does Stuart Haas get this year? One? One with Eric Amaroa. Yeah, and like that was a where the hell did that come from type win. No, I do not think that he gets a win. And Stuart Haas, I think Ford was garbage this year, except for tracks that either A, nobody had any data on, like Joey Logano winning uh, the Dirt Bristol, or Brad won at Talladega. Tr- yeah, or Super Speedway race. Talladega. Yeah, um, Brian won at won tracks. Races. But all those were tracks that, you know, Penske normally is a strong well, threat to yeah. win. Yeah, so, I mean, there was no surprising wins. I don't think they won a road course race. This year? No. No, okay, yeah. So, yeah, uh, no. Ryan, I don't... Ryan won at Daytona, Michigan, and uh, Atlanta earlier in the year. I am sure that Tony Stewart probably will, you know, kick himself in the ass for years to come about not finding a way to get Kyle Larson in one of his cars. But if Kyle Larson got in one of his cars this year, don't think you would have seen the same amount of success. No. And then it probably would have went. Who would have moved up? Who would have stayed? Who would have took Johnson's seat? I don't know. Gregson? It wouldn't have been Gregson. Um, the only reasonable person I could think that would move up would have been Allgaier. Right. Because he's been there before. Right. Matty Dibbadebadetto. Um, he needs it. I mean, he was, he was locked to the 21 for this year. Mm, see how that um, went. Well, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Corey LaJoy poured his heart out. I mean, that would have been cool, in my opinion, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, they already took a chance on one bum who rode around in the back, so it wouldn't hurt him to do it again. But, you know, well, whatever. I mean, he'd come out with four ones this year, but, hey, you know, it's neither here nor there. Oh, yeah, because he's in a Hendrick car. Of course he did. Of course he did. I don't understand why you're so happy about this. Like, we're losing racetracks left and right because of this guy, okay? He wins at Dover. Dover loses a date. He wins at Richmond. I'm pretty sure Richmond lost a date, didn't they? Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, exactly. Richmond lost a date. Martinsville, everybody loves Martinsville, so what's stronger, Martinsville or the curse? I'm pretty sure it's the curse. <laughs> We're not going to have Martinsville race next year. Uh, Fontana, no. they literally destroyed the track because no, he won yet, there. Not yet. They, they're, they're running the, the two-mile course next year, and at the year after that, it'll be the short track. But I think – Okay, so he part, gave Fontana cancer. done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty so, obvious. Fontana's dead. Thanks, Bowman. Appreciate you. Uh, he didn't win in Atlanta, did he? Nope. Sure didn't. Okay. All right. So, Atlanta, they did that to themselves. They don't have anybody to blame but themselves. Who are you going to blame there? Kurt Busch or Ryan Blaney? Uh, Kurt Busch, because he's going to Toyota, and it, uh, Atlanta's in the deep south. So, you know, it was betrayal because he, you know, is getting in a Yoder. Uh, what else? Is it? Oh, Pocono. I love the Pocono races. The doubleheader at Pocono. Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Okay. Larson had it race one. It was wrapped up. Okay. Oh, yeah. But that didn't stop you from running your mouth nonstop about Bowman winning at Pocono. I mean, I can be happy from a driver. Uh huh. Also, in the RIP category, and I'm probably going to get boomer jokes for this, whatever. I don't care. RIP. The five lug pit stop. It was yeah. beautiful for how long it lasted. I can't wait for the F1 pit stops next year. And I use a lot of sarcasm in that. Guess, guess what you won't have. You won't have people spinning out with a loose wheel. No, you won't. They're not going to spin out. They're just going to flat out fucking wreck. Speaking of which, I watched the, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, what is it? The Indy 700. What's that big race takes place in Indiana that everybody like creams themselves about? There you go. Yeah, I watched that. And when I was watching it, a guy's wheel come off. And like that made me think, man, what if he had five lugs on there instead of just one? Like he would have kept going and then like the team wouldn't lost all that money because somebody wasn't paying attention to what they were doing. It's just it's mind boggling to me. Um to touch back on something I was gonna do uh earlier, just because I want the continuity to stay the same. Drivers that have won a championship and the all-star race in the same season. Chase Elliott did it the year before at Bristol. Uh, Kenseth did it. Not Kenseth, I'm sorry. Uh, Jimmy Johnson did it. The all-star challenge for their next hell. Jeff Gordon did it in 2001. Uh, What's that banner say behind him? It looks like 97. He did it. Yeah, I'm waiting for the picture to load. Uh, Earnhardt. I see here with Childress. 87. Uh, who's next? Uh, Rusty Wallace driving the Kodak. Yep, 1989. Yep, did it then. Dale Earnhardt again. 87. Not, not yeah, uh, yeah, 87 to pass in the grass, yep. Uh, who's that? That is Daryl Waltrip. It is Junior Johnson Budweiser car. So that probably that probably was the first one. 
what year? So there's. Oh yeah, that's the one where Junior had a bomb in the motor to win a million dollars. Machine, let me look that up. No, I mean there are some pretty big names in that category of drivers who have won a championship and the uh, the All Star race in the same so, season. It's 1985, and all of them but like three are Hendrick drivers. Oh, that's neat. I just, I just, while I was looking, I just found something. So, you remember when they did the pink window nets mm-hmm. last month? Um, it's, uh, it was on, it's on NASCAR Reddit. I know, dangerous place. Um, Kurt hmm. Busch anonymously bid on Anti Alfredo's pink window net from the Charlotte Roval, um, which he, I guess, won. And he gave that window net to Anthony's mom, who lost her mother to breast cancer. So, Kurt Busch and the Kurt Busch Foundation pulled through. That's, I don't uh, care what you say. What's, what sport you like, it doesn't matter. Like, you just can't, you can't top sports, honestly. It's just so many great moments. This, this is why we love sports. Exactly. People come together for each other. Right now. Over, over me. So, uh, you, you, you hit on it in your RIP, the five lug deal. Um, some changes for next year um obviously the five lug thing going away um r.i.p to the uh four speed manual Uh, moving to the five speed sequential uh, i heard a ugh there i know they're gonna keep coming they're coming yeah what other changes do we have nick uh I, I don't know. Are we going to put a giant spoiler on the back that looks like it's from uh, Need for Sp- – oh, we already did that. Never mind. Um, I don't know, man. I hope we put an automated jack in the cars that you just push a button and the car lifts itself up off the ground. I hope that's the next thing. Um, they're out there. I think we need more road courses, honestly. Hey, look, 2023, man. You can't, you can't rush things. You know where we need to go? Where do we need to go? Cleveland Airport. They did it back in 57. They could do it now. Oh, good stuff. God damn you and slap shoes. <laughs> oh, man. Can't get sued on our first episode. That is what it is. So, um, so out of all the new things, whether it be you know, changes oh. in dates, tracks, cars itself, oh. the drivers, what are you most looking forward to? There's there's not a lot there on the positive side of things. There's a lot of things in the unknown. Well, uh, I I will share some positive stuff. I'm excited for them to go to Gateway. Oh, I yeah. I love Gateway. Now, granted, it's going to be in June during the day. That's going to suck. Hot. That is going to suck. But the Xfinity and Truck Series races there in the past. I thought they always put on some good shows. There's been some great finishes there. Um, I was a little bummed that Iowa didn't make the cut, but I guess it is what it is. Need more short tracks, but we have a short track. I, I, we don't want to. We don't want to run there. Oh, uh, all right. You know what? We're just, we're going to get to it right now. We're going to get to it right now. North Wilkesboro. Yes, bring it you, back. You and all your Boomer fans were expecting Boomers. it to be that project to be finished in about a week for them to run. Um, Come to me, boomers. This is the one topic we can agree on. You went by there, what, about a month ago now? 
Yeah, on the way back from Tennessee, yeah. Yeah, how close does that place look to hosting a cup race? I mean, it depends on, you know, what kind of commodities you want to have. Like, if you just want to go there to watch a race. I couldn't see the track. No, like, no, you no, can't no, get... no, 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 no. Just, Uh-oh, just here we looking go. Looking at it from the outside, how close was it to hosting a cup race? Oh, nowhere near. Okay. All right. We'll put <laughs> that in for 2023. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so yeah, they're going to uh, Gateway or Worldwide Technology Raceway, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am happy about that. Um, Homestead back in the playoffs, and that's going to make a lot of people happy. Um, Good. In my opinion, that as the last race of the year was always a snooze fest. But whatever, I guess. Whatever makes people happy. Um, Martinsville State a cutoff race. Thank God, that 2023, that needs to be the championship race. Uh, no. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. What needs to be the championship race? Not Martinsville. Martinsville is the perfect cutoff. If we're going to do this playoff thing, and obviously we are, then Martinsville needs to be the cutoff race before you go into so the championship. Right. So so we look at last week with you know everything that happened. Everyone's talking about it. People that don't even like NASCAR or watch NASCAR were talking about it. Right. What race do we put after that to follow that up? So people's like, oh damn, damn that was wild. You know what? I'm gonna watch next week. Oh next week. Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch that championship race. If you make Martinsville the championship, you know that's the final race. Which is great, but don't get me wrong. But then it literally exclamates the fact of only one race matters. There's only one race you need to watch, and that's Martinsville. But, okay, I, I, I get that point. But what race do you put after it? Mm. Boom, North Wilkesboro, 2023, book it. Bam, there it is. We go to Phoenix one more year for a snoozer, and then, bow, we're at North Wilkesboro for the championship. I love it. Marty Tumor. Smith. Book the it. in my head is slowly good as we speak. I'm glad it um, is because this is the dark podcast where dumbass race fans give their dumbass opinions and people listen to it. on dumbass. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Martinsville does not need to be the finish it, the, the final race of the season. Don't put it in a 550 horsepower package. Please, NASCAR Twitter, stop complaining about the 550 horsepower, pack, horsepower package. It's dead, but it's not, but it's dead. So we don't need to talk about it anymore. And let's just move on with our lives, man. Let's just move speaking on with our of, lives. Speaking of NASCAR Twitter, um, we, we had talked about, we looked up trying to find um, the old Cup Series, once the Cup Series points, um, to see how that would translate with this year's points. Um, we could not find that. It's, it's what, now 10 o'clock Monday morning after the Phoenix race? Mm-hmm. Um, don't think anyone has run that through. I am too lazy to do that myself. Um, <laughs> that's why I let other people do it for me. Um, so we're just going to speak hypothetically here. Um, who do you think would have won in that old, decrepit, antique format? Anyway, um, I'm going to go with the man who wins everything, Kyle Larson. That's, I mean, he had a late, late push, like first beginning of playoffs, kind of struggled. 
I know that you're going to tell me there wouldn't be playoffs if we used the, the geriatric point okay. version, but they would still have been races, so therefore Hamlin probably would have got the lead back at that point, and then Larson would have took it back by winning three races back-to-back-to-back. Yep. And I believe at Martinsville, he finished higher than Hamlin because Hamlin got shipped. Possible. I'll tell you in a oh. second. And he also won Phoenix. <laughs> Let's see. Larson finished 14th at Martinsville. Hamlin finished 24th. So oh, yeah. I don't know how stage points equate in that as well. But. Oh, well. Well, I think that um, might possibly wrap it up. Oh, no. One more. No, I got one thing. Got one thing. We saw it last night on Twitter. And either I sent it to you or you sent it to me. I can't remember which one. Uh Oh, no. I sent it to you. A tweet from Tony Stewart. says, congratulations to the best race car driver I've ever seen. And tags Kyle Larson. Now, that's the guy that um, idolized A.J. Foyt. Mm-hmm. and who himself was a pretty good goddamn race car driver. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the greatest of all time, but he was definitely in conversation for top five. And I'm right. not talking just, just stock cars. I'm talking everything. Yeah. He hopped in. So that I think that's a pretty high compliment. Oh, absolutely. Or from someone like him. So... All right. Well, I think uh, I think we'll wrap it up there. So, just so we can get it squared up for, because obviously we're going to advertise this somehow. Um, probably, I'm going to wish you a happy all season and a merry Christmas. That's right. And then yeah, uh, we'll probably season, happy Christmas. Yeah, whatever, whatever, yeah. fanboy. I don't care. <laughs> um, so <laughs> come back what February. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe early February, very very late January. There's a couple things going on in January. Um, Chili Bowl, uh, which I know you're not, you don't really watch a lot of open wheel stuff. Um, well, we're getting ready to be, you know, big time podcasters here. I'm gonna have yeah. to start at least getting a Twitter feed on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, oh, it's it's pretty good. It's it's pretty epic, especially on Saturday. It gets good. Right. Um, yeah. So. Um, and it starts speed weeks down in Daytona, you know, with a 24-hour race. All the Is dirt it speed racing. weeks in Daytona anymore? I mean, not just at the one track. If you look at it across the entire damn state. Oh, yeah. Florida, yeah. Speed weeks is down there. But now we've got... I mean, but, I mean, they've called that speed weeks forever. It's not just at Daytona there, Boomer. So. All right. I'm not trying to drag this on, okay? This is just me being mad about NASCAR Twitter. I know that we're wrapping this up. Okay? Foam and gray is a racetrack around a football field, okay? Don't don't say what I think you're going to say. God the Coliseum is going to be a racetrack around a football field. What is the difference? Probably weather. Probably weather. Um, oh, that's better. It's up in, in the mountains. Uh, it's better in, in February. Pedo Land in L.A.? Um, L.A., let's, let's uh, think about this. L.A., they're hosting a Super Bowl there the week after. Um, yeah. Good way to advertise that. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, maybe get, maybe a couple new eyes, something different. 
I know we don't like change. I know Absolutely the, uh, not. It's a taboo word there. I'll Whew. probably get. Keep it in the south. Um, <laughs> however, I mean, Bowman Gray, uh, and we've talked about this before Bowman Gray, Slinger, uh, Stafford, a couple tracks. Th- those would be neat, but they don't need to be points races. No, they're too small. Like, they're too much. Clash, like exhibition, one offs. So like, yeah. ha- to bring attention to the track series, whatever. Right. So, all right. We've rambled on long enough. We need to wrap yeah. this up. Speed Weeks, next year, we reset, we reload. We're going to cover each week NASCAR, local dirt tracks, World of Outlaws, the Chili Bowl, your brother getting his drag car out and wrecking three or three blocks down the road. We're going to cover uh, it. We're going to be here for the dumbass race fans. We're not if professionals. It has, if it has wheels and or an engine, we're probably going to cover it. Except trains. I hate and trains. We're probably going to piss you off with our take on it. Oh, yeah. Or each other, which would be great listening. Well, yeah, that normally happens. So Yeah. All right. All right. So until next year. Yeah, I will see you next year. Yes, sir. Hey, guys, this is Dale. So um, we lied. We'll be back next week. We're going to touch on a couple of things from the national, regional, and local dirt stuff from this past year. Also, a couple of news items that have happened over the last week that uh, came out after we recorded. So, yeah, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.